Welcome to the Progcast Friday Top 5. I'm your host, Randy Salo. And I'm Dario Albrecht. Today is Friday, April 2nd, and we're about to get down on some new releases. Good morning, Prog fam. We are back. It is a Friday, and this time, it's Bandcamp Friday, I'm pretty sure. Right, Dario? <laughs> That's correct. And uh, this th- this Friday Top 5 will also be a little bit different because um, we actually found a couple of more releases that are that were released either last week or uh, during the week. Um, so it will be a little mix of releases that drop today and some releases that are out already. Um, starting actually with one release that was released last week um, on uh, March 26th, and it is a solo piano album by Russian pianist maestro Gleb Kolyadin, known for his work with I Am The Morning, of course, and his stellar solo debut album, uh, self-titled solo debut album from I don't know two years ago maybe that was with with amazing guests like Jordan Rudess and and um, Steve Hogarth from Marillion and Mick Moss from Antimatter. That was of course a more prog fusion, mostly instrumental, um, apart from those vocal guests um, affair. This new album, Water Movements, is completely piano only it is super beautiful very very calm and tranquil and serene and uh, reminds me a lot of uh, eric satie for in some some places and i have to say the last song on that album lead and gray it is a very very simple motive very slow but it's so heartbreakingly beautiful and it's just moves me to tears so and 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 in 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 weird times like these like we are in music like this is so soul soothing and desperately needed so i'm i'm so thankful to musicians like um Gleb, or also uh, Jordan Rudess, who I just mm-hmm. mentioned, who also uh, um, unexpectedly released a piano solo album. Um, it is it is um, desperately needed, and so and 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 I don't know. It helps so much to to kind of unwind from from this craziness that we see on the news daily, and so. Yeah, it's beautiful and Lead and Grey, the last song, it's just amazing. Such a small, simple motive with such a strong effect. Hmm. Yeah, I, I actually found myself listening to the record a lot, uh, which I didn't think I would because sometimes, you know, when we're checking out new stuff, sometimes the thing I get attracted to is a little bit like the loudest thing, the most like crazy, <laughs> proggy thing that I find myself like throwing on the commute but actually I've I think I listened to that record uh Gleb's record more than anything else this week because I just kept throwing it on and like taking a moment for myself 
<laughs> in a way and uh, I think that's that's exactly what I just described yeah. it, it for you it was just a little bit more subconsciously yeah, for totally. me it was it was immediate immediately something that I latched onto or an immediate thought that I had about this kind of music and and this kind of music dropping unexpectedly now these days in these yeah. times yeah and great reference to Jordan's album which yeah it 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 came out of the blue and uh uh yeah it sort of serves the same thing you know they're both very cinematic too very movie like uh maybe i think feel like that's my go to term for stuff like that but <laughs> you know they're they're more than just like a showy you know piano album there they, yeah. they create a mood and create images in the mind kind of thing so this is our first unusual pick for the day Another album that came out last week, and this will be a surprise to Randy because I I switched albums here. What? We agreed on different <laughs> albums before, <laughs> but in the meantime, I discovered something else, and it is something something heavy, something weird, and something crazy. And the band or the project is called Sleep Terror, and the album is called Above Snakes. Have you heard about sleep terror? No, so you're you're really blindsiding me here. I won't have much to say. I don't know it, but uh, it sounds like it's the opposite of Gleb's album. <laughs> very much so. Very much so. Um, it is um, the project of a multi instrumentalist, Luke Jaeger, and uh, on drums it is Lord Marco Pitruzzelli, whom we also. Uh, talk about <laughs> in a bit again, oh. and this is this is really crazy stuff. Um, and uh, I, I just uh, want want to read you what what they think about their music. Uh, the band quickly created a buzz in the metal scene through a shred heavy and hybrid sound that challenges the boundaries between technical death metal, surf music, funk, country, flamenco, jazz, and modern metal. Whoa! And that's it. Uh, so there you have it. Sleep Terrors Above Snakes was also released last week, uh, unbeknownst to us at that time. Um, so um, it's a crazy record. I only listened to it once, but I will definitely go back to it. It is crazy diverse, as you just heard in the in the in the genres that they drop in their bio. Um, and it's yeah, it's the it's, I think it's the third in third in the trilogy. Um, they started in 2018, then their second album was in 2019. This is their third album, and um, they say about it: um, "Above Snakes" is a survivor's tale, delivering a focused taste of the next chapter, which sees Luke and cohorts honing in on an even more daring sound. This is a galloping wild ride into vengeance. <laughs> I think we can leave it at that. Check it out um, on Bandcamp, of course. Uh, today, even more so, um, Gleb's album is available on Bandcamp as well, for sure. And yeah, my next pick was released on Monday, actually, coinciding with our Monday regular broadcast episode. And that was the sci-fi tech death from the beast of nod and their um sophomore album 
Multiversal, which also features Lord Marco on drums. So uh, shout out to Lord Marco for this double wow. shout out today. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm just going to um, uh, play the ball to you now with, with The Beast of Nod, because I think you have listened to that one. Yes. Right? Uh, so I checked it out a couple of times. Uh, I loved your talk with them. I love how nerdy um, the process is. I'm... I'm actually working on something similar, a similar project that goes very deep into the concept in a sci-fi way. So I, I, you know, I took some inspiration from 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 how they do it in their website and and what they're doing. And musically, yeah, I mean, it's 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 super extreme, but it has um, as a tech death thing. It also kind of has this sort of guitar virtuoso element. That I that I really that I really like um, and like noodly and of course like Joe Satriani's on the on the record and <laughs> Michael Angel Michael Angelo Bascio or however you pronounce this weird crazy guy with the four guitar necks right exactly <laughs> and um, so it's like yeah it's it's also equally like a nerdy uh, guitar record so I like that a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I dug it. I, couple, I listened to it a couple times already. I think um, I think it's something I'll listen to more this year. I, you know, when I hear stuff like this, I often like think back to like one of my favorite bands, Between the Buried and Me. And while they're not really the same, you know, I, I often kind of compare them. You know what I mean? So uh, because they were one of the genres, you know, trendsetters back in the day, and. Um, so I I I find the things in that that I like that that make me think of like between the buried and me and so a very cool sci-fi guitar crazy project it it is a lot of fun and um, I'm also looking forward to checking out more more of the nerdy multiverse they created with the website and 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 all the characters and stuff absolutely uh, over to you Randy for your first pick of the week as I already just you know was plowing through my three that were not dropping on 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 this day today. Yeah, but I'll, but I'll stay I, within the in in the in the genre kind of because um, my first pick of the week is a band from Fayetteville, Arkansas, called Bones of the Earth, and the album is called Two or Part Two: Eternal Meditations of a Deathless Crown. And um, yeah, this is this is like straight up, you know, old old sludgy hardcore punky metal. Um, I would I just wrote down a couple of bands that kind of reminded me of. So for fans of like Bison, Neurosis, Melvins, and old school Baroness, um, I would say it's a little bit more hardcore and punk than it is metal, especially in like the vocal department. But they also have this medieval fantasy sci-fi story going on, which is as complex, I think, as... I feel like this has been a trend on, on the Friday Top 5 lately. <laughs> We've had a couple of bands releasing records with like continuations of stories like Dune and, uh, of course, Beast of Nod and you know now with um, Bones of the Earth. And I just want to read you like, a little thing from summary of this record just to give you an idea of, of like how deep this the the idea goes but um 
So the first part of the story was called Part One, The Imminent Decline of the Human Spirit. And it says the, the first part of a continuing story detailing a set of events that takes place in one of the many cycles that govern the universe. Each cycle begins with organic life, ends with artificial life, and is doomed to repeat it again. And, and it's about this guy who, like, destroy, he opens this thing and destroys all, like, human life, organic life. And then what rises in its place is like steel cabling from within the core of the planet and uh, slate obelisk pop up and he commands an army of machines to build a great spire and he sits on top of it and looks out at the cold dead world. So that was part one. So coming up to part <laughs> two, picks up where the previous album left off and the crown is now fused to the protagonist's skull and he has lost all of his humanity. He now exists exists purely as a vessel for the relic to oversee this new age of machines and so on and so forth. <laughs> you get the idea. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's heavy and yeah, massive sounding. And yeah, I, I, I always pick these albums because I have an affinity for this sort of Southern sludge, slow Southern steel, like whatever you want to call this, these kinds of bands because I've come also from the southeast of the U.S., and I somehow relate to, yeah, partly the 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 fantastical element of the music, but also the slow, like, you know, boiling nature of it, because, like, the south, especially in the summer, is just, like, it's so heavy and hot and, like, sweaty, and everything, like, moves much slower than if you, like, move <laughs> up to, like, New York, which is what I did when I was 20. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I always connected these. I don't know if did you did you check out the album? Um, yes, and I, I immediately knew it would be your jam. <laughs> for, for 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 my taste, it's a little bit yeah. Especially the vocals are a little bit too punky and yep. hardcore. Um, but I do appreciate the 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 effort and the and yeah, it's it's clearly they they know what they're doing and I think they're having fun doing it. And uh, it's it, it's very funny fun to see now that we yeah we have all these sci-fi concepts about something <laughs> apocalyptic happening yeah um, I think our last pick for the day uh, is a little bit less fantastic uh, not fant fantastic in the way of uh, of of great or awesome fantastic in the way of fantasy. Uh, yes, but <laughs> <laughs> you can continue because we're. I think we're sharing this last pick because I think it affected both of us. So go ahead, Dario. Yeah. Yes. Um, so um, the band is called Bruit, and the album is called "The Machine Is Burning," and everyone knows it could happen again. And that is something that, uh, like, you just. Uh, said something about the continuous cycle that repeats itself in the in the concept of bone of bones of the earth, but with this band who comes from a like like a, this chamber post rock uh, sonic um, world, it 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 doesn't feel like fantasy at all. It's it's very very real, and um, I have to say I'm I'm neither an expert nor usually a lover of the 
the the the post rock genre. Um, of course, an, another like one of the forefathers of the genre or the four grandfathers of the genre, uh, Godspeed You Black Emperor, also are uh, scheduled to drop a new album today. And I and I never got into them. I have to say that they have these long compositions and there's not much happening. And I always yeah. oh there's a there's a chord change and the chord change reminded me of Tangerine Dream, but <laughs> I, I I often struggle to 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 uh, have the patience for it actually. But what happened with this with this uh, with with this four song record four songs that clock in around ten minutes, I was absolutely stunned by. What uh, by by the sonic world they create, listening on headphones, especially the first and the last song on the album. That is the first song is called Industry, and the last song is the quasi title track. The machine is burning. When they reach the climax around the half uh, half half of the song, the uh, so around uh, around uh, around five minutes in. It's just so huge, and and um, yeah, the title track they do have they do have a YouTube video for the title track where they play it live in a church together with brass instruments and 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 the church organ, and it is like the tension is is so crazy in this music, and it really really gets to me. I'm I'm kind of exhausted after it because. The tension is so heavy and 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 it's so tense, <laughs> but in a in a super amazing and 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 just awe inspiring way that 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 I'm just um, left speechless after listening to this, and and it has such a huge emotional impact on me. Absolutely. Um, um, I wanted to circle around to what you were saying before about the apocalyptic thing because actually it is tied in because they actually wrote in their in the in their press release that the album is written like an imageless movie containing two chapters that illustrate an inevitable repetition of events and a vicious cycle that human civilizations are stuck in. It is an existential tale describing a humanity that experiences apocalypse and rebirth. Culture and nature are in conflict. The intersection of acoustics and electronics dissolves into a disorientation of time and thematics. And I think that this is maybe... I mean, a lot of post-rock bands do incorporate electronic music into their sound. But I think the way that they do it, it feels like one thing, you know? It's like moving together as one thing. Um, Yeah, I think that this is the... uh, I don't, want, I don't want to call them a post-rock band because that feels sort of limited in scope for what the, they do. But yeah, it took me by surprise and uh, especially watching the video of them playing it live in the church, which I I don't even understand how they did that. Like being on one side of the room with the organ and the horn section and on the other side at the nave of the church with the full band, how they managed to pull that off with the the hall sound, you know, the acoustics of the place, but uh, it's super powerful and um, yeah, a great, a great ending for this week's Friday top five. I think that's that's a crowning achievement there. What they've done, 
Absolutely. And I wanted to tie in what you said about the electronics. They they are so like they're so embedded and, and what feels more important in their sound is the inclusion of of the classical instruments. Like they yeah. they have they have a cellist who is like a full time band member and the bassist also plays the violin, uh, obviously. And then they add these guests with with a with a clarinet, French horn, bass, trombone, vibraphone. So it it has this like these these um, instruments in the choir sections add like this cha chamber music element mm. to it um, that is very very far from from any electronic sound. Um, but yeah, in the end, it's just an absolutely stunning release, and um, yeah, this the the video is a must watch yep. um, for this year, and 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 like the the audio visual impact is yeah, it's breathtaking. <laughs> well said, Dario. Um, to wrap this up for today. Um, I want to remind everybody that yesterday we had a terrific episode, um, episode 124 of the podcast with the band Pathways. Um, they're now based in the Pacific Northwest, and they do a kind of neoclassical metal core. Was originally their their style, but they've they've kind of grown into like a neoclassical metal modern metal band. Um, and now with the inclusion of their new singer. They're taking it maybe even more into a pop direction. I get the feeling, and it has rhythms because the singer is is influenced by like Turkish pop and hip hop and stuff like that. So he's definitely taking the band in another direction. And so I would encourage you guys to check out um, my talk with those guys from yesterday. And yeah, and also check back in on Dario's conversation with the Beast of Nod if you liked what you heard here. One final announcement. Um, next week is the Easter holidays over here in Germany, and uh, we will be taking the week off uh, at Stuas Media. And so there won't be a Friday Top 5 next week. There's also fewer releases for us to talk about, so we will uh, probably include them in the Friday Top 5 that appears the week after this Easter holiday so stay tuned for the return of the Friday Top 5 on Friday, April 16th. Next week, you will have regular episodes of the broadcast. Regular interviews uh, will be on the show, but we will take uh, the week off from the Friday Top 5. So see you in two weeks. Dario, you get the final word as usual. Go to Bandcamp, buy directly from the bands. They need it. They deserve it for providing us with great music especially do it today as today is Bandcamp Friday for now thank you for listening take care of yourselves take care of your loved ones and listen to great music Progcast is a Stuas Media podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Progcast Podcast. To learn more about Stuas Media, check out stuasmedia.com. Progcast is hosted and produced by Dario Albrecht and myself, Randy M. Salo, and is co-produced by Janine Stengel-Lewis and Blake Lewis. Our theme music is by This Is Not An Elephant. New episodes of Progcast drop every Monday and Thursday, and don't miss our Friday Top 5 episode where we discuss our favorite albums that drop that week. See you next time, Prog fam. <laughs>